everyone, and welcome to Writing Easy, the podcast that takes the act of writing, which can sometimes be not easy, and tries to make it more, less not easy. Dang, I'm going to get this one of these days. I'm, I'm going to write it down or something, and then I'm going to have the intro, and it's going to be so, so slick. Ah, to make it less not easy. Right? Yes, that's what I was trying to do. Okay. Anyway, I'm Mary Mascari, one of your hosts. <laughs> and I'm Melissa Long, your other host. We are so excited we have a guest with us today, the author extraordinaire and uh, fellow SHU Seton Hill University alumna, Kenya Wright. Hi, Kenya. Hello. How is everyone doing today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so excited to have you. This is this is really great. Melissa suggested, I'm like, yes, yes, Kenya, 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 please, 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 just because you're an absolute hoot. Yeah. But you're also completely kick-ass. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I'm really happy to be on. I was really excited. I was like, what? Somebody from SHU wants me to talk? Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Excellent. So what we're going to do, uh, you're an expert in the field of romance, of erotica. You make your living at it and like support your family at it, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Definitely. It's amazing. That is such an amazing feat. And so what we want to talk to you about in this episode is a little bit of how how, you, how, does, how does that work? How do you, you know, tell me about romance, tell me about erotica, tell me about naked bits um, and how to write them without blushing. <laughs> you know, I've been um, writing for 10 years and I've been full time for about six years. And Full-time writing started kind of out of hysteria in a sense. I mean, well, on one level, um, I think you can both agree that when you find your passion as a writer and really create that first book, nothing else, like you don't usually want to do anything else. So I did not mm -hmm. want to do my job. I would cry, you know, not bawling, but I would just be so upset going to work, coming back. All I wanted to do was right. And then at that time, um, around this time, I had written maybe two books and, and self-published them. And um, I ended up, you know, my husband ended up leaving me and the kids. So that was just devastating to me. And I think just all together with the end of my marriage of like 15 years, and then my love of writing, I was like, you know what? I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> I'm just wow. going to quit my job. I'm just, I'm up, I'm upset. I'm unhappy. I don't want to, you know, I, I want to finally live my life. So I quit my job and I figured, you know, all I need to do was write two or three books and I could just easily just make enough money to support <laughs> us. I'd seen all these people, you know, making millions of dollars as a, a self-publisher. I just knew it was going to happen. And so it did not happen that way. <laughs> I, we struggled for a good two, three years, just lots of struggle, lots of struggle. Me just trying to make ends meet as a writer. And it was hard, but I tell you, you know, because it was my passion, I was able to do it broke. I was able to do it like, you know, not having the food I wanted to have, wearing holy sneakers all the time, like like sneakers to the point where I was putting duct tape at the bottom just to mm -hmm. walk, like I could not afford to get by myself sneakers. You know, the kids came first and everything. So 
just struggle, 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 struggle for two or three years. And then it all came together. But I think the biggest point I would tell anyone is just never stop writing. Just keep writing all yeah. the time. People are like, oh, do you want, what about this genre? And, and what about this? And, Maybe should I go with this one? Maybe I should do diverse characters. They're in them. I mean, listen, just write. Write your book. Write your style. Write the things that you love. And then keep on writing them. That's all I can tell you. And you will find your audience. Wow. They will come to you immediately. And your the money will come. So that's my story. That's amazing. <laughs> that, well, I think that's our podcast. That's it. We're done. <laughs> it covers everything. Holy cow. All right. Well, thank you. you, (laughs) Yeah. Thanks a lot, Kenya. All right. Well, uh, this has been writing easy and we're done forever. No, no, no. Um, So tell me about how did you find romance? Was that the first genre you you tried? Why did you start writing in that genre? So what I started writing in was fantasy. It was urban fantasy and with mixtures of horror. Um, My first three urban fantasy books dealt with um, supernaturals living in a cage city, um, where like, you know, the humans had caged them and it was this big revolution. There was a lot of stuff that dealt with, um, the whole magic system was based on Santeria and I was doing well with that. And also I wanted to write this urban fantasy because I was loving all of the different urban fantasies going on. This is at the time when like you had, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Kim Harrison, uh, Laurel K. Hamilton, lots of all these different authors coming out, uh, Charlene Harris, blah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it it was the thing, yeah. It was the thing. But my biggest problem was that, like, where is the Black heroine? Where is she at? Yes. Like, can I get one sister? Can I get like half a sister, maybe? I remember saying that in Barnes and Noble. I was like, can I just get one sister that got like a braid in her hair? So, like, can I just see somebody? So then I started to write that, and that went well. Um, but I didn't make much money. But I guess what I, the reason why I jumped to romance was because once again, this whole situation of leaving you know, and and quitting my job, I thought romance was the key to making all this money. And it is a popular selling genre. However, you can't just jump into different things, you know, different genres thinking, you Mm. know, that's the money, if that makes any sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, But of course, you know, I also loved romance too, because my urban fantasies had a lot of romance. But I did struggle Mm -hmm. At first, from going from fantasy to romance, my audience also saying, oh, my God, why did she do that? It's romance, for God's sakes. Romance? Really? You know, and and a lot of my yeah. colleagues kind of looking down like, oh, you're just writing about sex. Like, you're kind of like a sellout type of thing. But that, all of that being said, I fell in love with romance in the end. And um, now I think my biggest goal is two things. It's one, um, making sure there's lots of representation of all diverse groups, not just Blacks, but also um, LGBTQ, different gener- you know, different races, different types of heroines. But also the second one is showing that erotica and romance are very serious genres. And can be done very mm-hmm. well and very artistic and just beautifully written books. 
So those are like my goals. Yeah, that's what I love about your books in particular. And it's one of the biggest challenges I see out here in LA is that people just dismiss romance. They Mm -hmm. dismiss it as easy. They they or it's a sellout because you're just selling sex. Yeah. And it's just not true. It's really hard to write a good erotic fiction book. It's it's very difficult to do it well and to do it consistently and yes. to do it over multiple episodes or multiple novels or multiple series. And you are prolific. You have a ton of books out there. So I'm curious in terms of like your process and what keeps you engaged. Like, how do you keep coming back and how do you stay inventive and this thing where people feel like, oh, well, like it's just you know, one couple and they have sex and then it's over. And then like, how do you do all these series and how do you keep it exciting for yourself? Well, one thing is, um, like I said, I love fantasy and I love mystery. So I'm always going to have a little, sometimes I usually have some sort of magical element. I'm a big believer that magic is, is in our actual world. So I will have some Mm. sort of like, what do they call it? Magical realism sort of Mm -hmm. things happening like a fortune teller and the tarot cards kind of switching and changing. And I also like a lot of symbolism with like paintings, like a a heroine going into a room and seeing a painting and a painting represents like a scene in act three or something like that. So like little things like that keep me excited and going, being weird basically is what I call it. (laughs) Being really weird and just like, oh, and she's going to wear a red dress and that's going to symbolize the blood that's going to occur to like playing games with my own self, I guess is is the big deal. Sounds like the first person you entertain with your books is yourself. A hundred percent. Right. A hundred percent. And my kids love it. You know, I have three kids, but they love when I begin a book because we will basically, you know, I'm researching and and getting all the stuff, you know, together. So like the month, because I homeschool. So that month or two. Yeah. Because that makes it a lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> you weren't doing enough already. <laughs> yeah, like I'm doing enough already. I kind of combine. So like one of my really popular series is a, a Russian mafia series and it's called the Lion and Mouse series. So obviously it's kind of this rendition of the Lion and Mouse, the actual, you know, folktale, mm-hmm. but it's a gangster, which is a lion and a mouse who's like this New York City hoodlum kind of who's had a rough past and all that stuff like that. But it's a lot of symbolism. I don't know. I like to thread the old and and unite it into the new sort of thing. That keeps me having fun. And then also I like a lot of mystery in my books. And so when you do the mysteries, you can just keep on going book by book by book. Who's the killer? Who's the big bad? Mm -hmm. For me, just doing solely romance I'm impressed with people who can just do a romantic book. You know, it's just mm. the focus of the relationship. For me, I need a couple dead bodies, dismembered bodies hanging <laughs> from someplace. Like, I need death and, and like, Just to ooh, set the mood. Yes, to set the mood. <laughs> must, you know, and my fans always say, somebody must die. They're like, oh, I, what is Kenya going to do next? Because I know what she's going to say. Somebody must die in this book. So a lot of people are on the edge of the seat because they're like, who's going to die? Who's going to die? And I think all of that yeah. keeps keeps the um, writing fun. I think as long as you're having fun, your readers are having fun too. It translates in. Exactly. 
Exactly. And there's always an idea of, and, and I think most writers are this way where they're like, what do I want to explore with this book? Like, I know I, I'm supposed to deliver like three or four sex scenes and a this or that, but I kind of want to explore like the idea of poverty or I want to explore like a something political or, you know, like I had a, a book called Missing Hearts and every day on my Facebook timeline, I kept seeing how all of these missing black girls, missing black girls, missing black girls, what no one's saying anything about the missing black girls. And it was just over and over and over. And I was like, I'm going to talk, I'm going to write a book about this. And sure, it's going to be an FBI romance, but the overall plot line would be this serial killer is concentrated on killing black girls in this little Southern down. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about race. Let's talk about what FBI agents actually do. And um, then let's talk, have some sex in there <laughs> in the middle of the plot. Keep it light. <laughs> Keep it light. <laughs> That's one of the things that, that fascinates me about romance is that it's, it's kind of this stealth feminist political movement that no one mm -hmm. notices because it's got boobs, you know, like, yeah, a lot of the reasons why people don't take romance seriously is it's because it's a woman's genre. Exactly. Woman's right. work is never going to be seen as important. You know, you know, a guy who, who's, who becomes a nurse is kind of ridiculed. It's like, that's a woman's job. Well, we know nurses mm -hmm. are, are some of the most powerful women or not women positions. Sorry, because men are nurses, mm -hmm. too. but nurses are most proud. One of the most powerful positions in the hospital. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they run the show. They're the ones who really know what's going on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there are, of course, obviously, like in every genre, there are these like okie doke cookie cutter, crappy books. And that's definitely in the romance genre and definitely in the erotica genre. And I don't know how they make money. There's, there's some people who be making money out there. But I write multicultural and interracial, and I don't know. That audience, they're not going to take any crap. They're not dealing with yeah. just this regular old okey-doke, back-and-forth type of stuff. You have to bring it and bring it hard, and you can't give them the same thing, which is difficult because these most romance readers read, like, five novels a week. Yeah, so they go through it's it. It's a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I've had so many... Male, and this is funny, lots of male shoe alums, and I won't say their names, but a lot of them will come to me throughout the years and they'll be like, oh, I'm going to write an erotica or I'm going to, you know, I need to make some extra money and I'm going to write this. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. You know, because, and they're usually horror or fantasy people, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, go, let's go ahead, go for it, sure. Because <laughs> I'm laughing, and then they go through it, and they write, and they try to do it, and they struggle, and I laugh, and I'm saying, exactly, you thought it was just going to be something simple, didn't you? No, it's unbearably yeah. hard. You have to convince women to get excited about this heroine having sex with the hero. So one, you know how women are. You got to show that the guy has a job, right? He can't just be some broke guy. 
<laughs> I mean, like I always tell guys, yeah. you know, I feel for them in how they court women. I feel for them because me writing romance, I am courting women. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. seducing yeah. them in some way to to fall in love with my character. So he has to have a job. He has to be mentally stable. He has to be decent. He has to be a gentleman. But it, he also has to be unique. Like it's not just you know six pack chiseled abs and you know, a big bank account. There's so many other levels, like what's going to make this hero set apart from all the other ones. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you get into the alpha males, right. And the, the bad boys that, (laughs) that a lot of readers want in their stories. It's like, how do you create an alpha male that is also not a total douchebag (laughs) (laughs) or doing something abusive and toxic (laughs) in the relationship. Right. So I struggled with that for years because I really did think, okay, he's hardcore, but you know, and and people would be like, you know, a little rapey, a little, that guy's a little asshole, you know, and then be like, oh my God, back to the drawing board, back to the drawing board. So now I feel like I have some good techniques in, in some way, I, I have some good techniques in getting the person, you know, the readers to love the hero. And I think one of them is definitely, mm-hmm. obviously, the typical stuff where getting your um, readers to relate to them in some sort of way. Like, sure, because I like to, to do killers and gangsters, right? But, you know, how is he, is he a product of his society? Like, was it kind of a, a boohoo situation of how he grew up? And he turned to this life in order to, you know, help his family. Like this is the way, this is their family business, but in a, in a heartbreaking way, I think that kind of helps, you know, or maybe he saw his mother being beat on by his father. And one of his first acts of violence was protecting his mother, you know, and that kind of Mm -hmm. spun him into this world. So then it's like, Oh, he's not a butthead. He's a nice killer. You know, so it makes me think fun. of like in the Avengers and Loki, you know, I how I, I and I was one of the like just absolutely swooning over him. And it's like he killed all these like, yeah, I know. But yeah. <laughs> and so that's a, tr- a tricky thing to do. Oh, I love Loki. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. So many people do. Yes. <laughs> all right. I feel like we're at a pausing point and I kind of as much as it pains me, I feel like we should pause here. We're going to talk to you again next week about more stuff because this is absolutely wonderful. But I think let's let's take a break. We're going to we're going to end this week's episode here. So folks, hang on for next week cuz there's more coming. And we'll talk more about how you do this because you know, your your process because we're starting to get into that. Your process, your writing life, your uh yeah, all that sort of stuff and um because you you are unto a goddess to me. I don't understand how you do it, and I want to I want to know all your secrets. So, um, Kenya, before we go though, do you have tell I know right? Tell us about um, the books you have out right now, so people can find your work. Oh wow! So I have about fifty five novels out right now. Um, that's all. Best, yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and counting. And so um, I have two coming out this month because it's been a minute. I actually got coronavirus in July. And so 
I had put out a book called Quarantine and Chill in June and then got mm-hmm. coronavirus in July and was just like, ah. So I'm now finally putting some new books out this month. But yeah, um, in order to go to my website, it's kenyawrightbooks.com. That's K-E-N-Y-A-W-R-I-G-H-T. Books, B-O-C-C. I'm sorry. <laughs> B-O-O-K-S. <laughs> Hey, I'm just a writer. I can't spell. I'm just a writer. Right. Uh, no, that's hard. We'll we'll put the link in the in the show notes as well. But you, you had me going. I'm like, yeah, books. Wait, wait what? <laughs> that's awesome. Oh my gosh. So and, can you write books.com and you're on you're on uh, socials? Oh yes. Can you write books on Instagram? I'm also can you write on Facebook? And I also have a readers group called K Killers. K Killers. And it's just a lot of fun. It's about 600 or so people in there. We're always talking every day. Lots of giveaways, beta reading, um, and just chatting it up, having fun. Well, great. Um, I hope everyone goes and checks all that stuff out. Read six or seven of your books um, because this is wonderful. So can you write? Thank you for joining us. We're going to talk to you again next week. Thank you so Uh, much. But for now, we will just... Oh, my goodness. Uh, Right now, we will remind everyone that writing is hard. So take it easy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) There was a long break there. (laughs) I'm Mary. (laughs) 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 Utmost professionals. We'll see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.